إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So we've been going through the stories of the prophets and we mentioned so far some events from the story of Adam alayhi salam and then Nuh alayhi salam and also Ibrahim alayhi salam Musa alayhi salam and now we've been looking at the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam Today then we're going to look briefly at one of the events that occurred in fact in the early years after the Hijrah, the Battle of Badr, which occurred in which year? In the second year of Hijrah, in what month? The month of Ramadan. Ramadan, this particular month. If you look at the history, then significant events occurred within this month of Ramadan. So the Battle of Badr is an example of a significant event which took place in this month of Ramadan. The conquering of Mecca, Fathu Mecca. That is another significant event which occurred in the month of Ramadan. So with regards to this particular event, this particular uh, incident which occurred during the month of Ramadan, the Battle of Badr, there is one thing in particular regarding it. And it is the story of some of the Muslims who had not made the hijrah when the muslims made hijrah the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the muslims all left mecca and went to medina when that hijrah occurred the majority majority all went but there was a minority of the muslims muslims not munafiqun or anything they were Muslims, but they stayed behind because of their properties, their wealth, their families, various reasons they had that caused them to stay behind and not make the hijrah. Of course, the hijrah was made at the time by the command of Allah because of the oppression and the transgression of the mushrikun against the Muslims. Yet a few of them stayed because they were connected to Mecca and they had various interests there. So as the Muslims left, as we know, a couple of years later, the Battle of Badr occurred and that was when the Prophet ﷺ heard news came to him that there was a caravan of Quraysh returning from Sham on a business expedition 
returning to Mecca. So the Muslims, they wanted to retrieve some of the goods from the Quraysh. When Abu Sufyan discovered that this is what the Muslims are planning, he prepared an army to go and defend their caravan, but to attack the Muslims. Of course, the Muslims, when they had gone out to intercept the caravan, they had gone out purely for that, to intercept the caravan and to retrieve what was theirs. They had not gone out with battle in mind. And so there was only 300 and odd of them, 300 and odd, a few camels and a couple of horses. That's all they had. But Abu Sufyan came with an army of a thousand strong. So when those armies met, of course, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aided the Muslims and the angels were sent and the mushrikeen were destroyed. However, the point of this, what we want to mention is about those Muslims who had not made the hijrah. The ones who had not made the hijrah were still in Mecca. When Abu Sufyan heard about what was happening, he was gathering his army to go and fight against the Muslims. So he was recruiting all of the men, recruiting his men, his soldiers into his army to go. Some of those Muslims, the Muslims who had been left behind, were forcibly recruited into the army forcibly under compulsion they were forced to join the army they were told they were in mecca outnumbered had no choice they were told you come out with us in our army and you increase our numbers you come with us or it is instant death so they were compelled and forced And imagine now, all the Muslims have gone, this few minority, absolutely no power, absolutely no ability to say no. So by compulsion, they were recruited into that army as it headed towards Medina. When the armies met, the Muslims, they fired the arrows into the army of the Mushrikun. Those arrows that they fired, of course, they hit the mushrikun. But also, some of their arrows ended up hitting those Muslims who had been compelled into the army and ended up killing them. So then when the companions found out what had happened, they found out what had happened to their Muslim brothers. They were Muslims who had stayed behind, that they'd been forced to join the army and their own arrows now had killed them. They were saddened. And they said to the Prophet ﷺ, We've killed our brothers. But then the ayat were revealed. The ayat that mentioned the admonition to those Muslims who had stayed behind, telling them had or was not, was not the earth spacious 
for you to make hijrah from or in? Was the earth not spacious for you? Was it not spacious for you to go? They had been commanded to go, but they hadn't gone. The hijrah had been ordered, but they'd stayed for their interests in Mecca, their properties, their children, their families, other things connecting them to Mecca, they had stayed. So then this admonition came from Allah upon in those ayat upon them. Uh, was the land of Allah Alam Takun Was the earth and the land not spacious for you to make that hijrah? The scholars mention this particular incident in order to highlight the consequences of those who do not follow the commands the commands of this religion and the obligations of the religion and that which the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam came with there couple of years earlier the order had come for the muslims to make the hijrah the prophet muhammad sallallahu had gone and the muslims had gone but a few stayed because of their wealth and properties and other things and then later what occurred they were compelled to join the army of the mushrikeen and some of them ended up being killed by the arrows of the muslims and then the admonition came in the ayat was the earth not spacious for you to make hijrah and leave this land with regards to the issues of hijrah itself then the scholars they mention the one who is living in the land of the kuffar if that person is unable to implement and practice the sharia he is unable to implement and practice this religion or he fears upon himself and losing his religion then in those circumstances it becomes obligatory upon him to make the hijrah as for in a circumstance where you are able to practice your religion you do have the freedom to implement the laws to practice your religion and to perform the obligations then still of course no doubt the one who is able then he should do so to go and live amongst the muslims but the one who is not as long as he can preserve his religion and establish the laws establish the the obligations etc then the affair is more lenient in his state. But that is all we mention for tonight. A brief story regarding some of the Muslims who stayed behind and the consequences of what occurred in the Battle of Badr, how they were killed by the arrows of the Muslims. And they weren't munafiqun, the ones who had stayed behind. Even the Muslims afterwards, they said, Qatalna ikhwanana. We have killed our brothers. They were Muslims upon Iman. But because they had given preference to some of their other goods and affairs, they had given preference to that over making the hijrah and look at the consequences that befell. So we'll leave it on that for tonight. Inshallah ta'ala tomorrow we'll carry on with another story from the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, and we'll conclude upon that for tonight. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.